Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. Today's episode is really another discussion about perspective and how important perspective is. And in fact, perspective is everything. It's how you see yourself in your reality compared to how your inner self sees you. So your inner self sees you fully as perfect, as wonderful, as worthy, as everything, because there is no fear in the non-physical. Your inner self has pure clarity. We're in an illusion of separation that causes fear. We believe we need to protect ourselves and we don't understand who we are nor that we're connected to each other. So in this episode, Joshua, along with all these amazing questions, goes to the heart of what this idea of perspective is and how you actually raise your perspective. As you raise your perspective, that's translated into a vibration, that vibration increases and you become a match to more of what you truly want. Before we begin, we are having a special uh, winter retreat in Orlando in February. This is going to be a lot of fun. We'll do activations, energy healing, heart opening, Joshua Live, White Light Live, and some different activities that we'll do. We'll all cook together, and we have this big, beautiful house in Orlando. Check the prices. It's, uh, Orlando's easy to get to from anywhere in this country, from Canada, from Europe. I was just checking today, I have friends in London who want to come, and it's $500 round trip get from London to Orlando. It's $28 to get from North Carolina to Orlando. So check that out. The house is beautiful. And if you want more information, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. There's a limited space of about 20 people. So first come, first serve. We have filled up the activations group for this time. The next one will be in January. If you'd like to join that wait list, that will be limited as well to about 100 people. You get to bring a friend for free. So check out the website at the Teachings of Joshua. Right there on the homepage is activations, and you can register for the next one. It's $199 for four activations. And if you go with a friend, it's about $25 per activation. So you can't beat that. The feeling you get is pure energy in your body. People are getting a lot of other things like intuitive abilities opening up opening up belief systems, opening up identities, raising their perspective of themselves. I wouldn't have believed that you could do something like this that requires no effort. You simply lay there with a blindfold on and listen to this 40 to 50 minute light language and words of power, vibration and frequency. It somehow affects the body, the DNA, and it switches stuff on that releases a lot of the trauma and fear. That's what I felt in my body. And that's what a lot of people have reported as well. So check out the website, read for yourself. There's a video to watch. And if you're interested, join that wait list. That'll be a first come first serve thing too. The website is theteachingsofjoshua.com. If you haven't read any of the Joshua books that are available on Amazon, just search my name, Gary Temple Bodley. And on the website, the first book, A Perception of Reality, is available in audiobook form. And it's a wonderful thing to listen to. So. You can get that there, as well as there's free meditations and some free stuff on the website as well. All right. Thanks for being here. Like, subscribe, do all that wonderful stuff. Share it with your friends. Be an impact in your community. You can build your own Joshua community where you live, but you got to talk about it. You can't be worried what other people think. And without further ado, let's get started. We are thrilled to be here. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. We'd like to tell you a little bit more about this idea of perspective. In the non-physical, your inner self exists as you do, together, as one, as the fullest expression of 
who you've ever been at the accumulation of all the experiences and all the physical realities. And you've come together to have this life experience. Your non-physical you is guiding you and leading you and cheering you on along the way and holds a perspective of you. That perspective is free from fear. It is the true, accurate perspective, and you could call that the 100% perspective. You who are experiencing this life as the human, who is going through day-to-day, trying to get what you think you lack, trying to navigate your reality, trying to improve in some way, well, you can't remember who you are, and you can't remember that you're connected to everyone and everything in your reality, and that your reality is you, is a reflection of you perfectly. And so your inner self is leading you from the perspective where you exist as the human to higher and higher perspectives. So you can imagine that you come in here and with the teachings of those around you who are in fear, your parents, your society, your teachers, your friends, you don these beliefs about yourself that are not true. The beliefs were intended to keep you safe because there's this aspect in this reality that's derived from the illusion of separation, and that's called fear. In this fear, you believe that you need to protect yourself and stay safe and guard against any possible unwanted things happening. And those unwanted things generally lead to some form of negative emotion. Of course, that negative emotion is simply guidance. Your inner self is leading you through this guidance, primarily through emotion, until you get to the higher and higher densities. The densities represent your perspective. And imagine that there are a thousand densities where, of course, there are countless infinite densities within the 3D reality, but you're making your way up from the lower densities to the higher densities and eventually to the fourth density. And so as this physical version of you who cannot remember and does not feel connected, makes your way through your life, there is something within you that is a beacon. And that beacon is leading you towards this and other information that will allow you to see yourself more fully as who you truly are, will allow you to go on a journey through experiences to raise your perspective. As you raise your perspective, you will feel better. You have asked to feel better, and this is why you're here. How do I feel better in this reality? How do I shift the way I'm thinking, feeling, believing, operating in this reality so that I can feel better? And that is done simply through shifting of perspectives. In this shifting of perspectives, you will move out of the illusion of fear and into more of the truth of who you are never fully reaching that truth because you exist in a physical dimension. But when you turn to non-physical, you will reunite with your inner self and you will understand the truth of who you truly are. But your inner self is guiding you to that now, and this is the term we use, perspective. How you see yourself in every area of your life compared to how your inner self sees you in every area of your life is a gap in perspective. As you narrow that gap, you will feel better. You will have to change your beliefs. You'll have to open up or expand your identity. You'll have to do things that, frankly, are beyond what you believe. You'll have to take a leap of faith when you're inspired. And know that the things you think you want are not truly what you want. What you truly want is this massive shift in perspective over one lifetime. This time, this time of awakening, is when you all wanted to be here because you knew you'd have the opportunity to have this massive shift in perspective over this lifetime. And so you set up the conditions of your birth perfectly to enable you to have this massive shift. You would come from a lower perspective to a higher perspective over the course of your life. You would be equipped with a highly sensitive emotional guidance system. 
You would really know when you feel bad and you would really know when you feel good and you would end up creating a trajectory that would lead you to this information because you would not stand for it anymore. You would be unwavering. You didn't know why, you didn't know how, but there was something about you that caused you to look outside the norm for ideas, ideology, teachings that would enable you to get a sense of who you are, to get a higher perspective. This idea of perspective then is the gap between who you believe you are in this illusion and who you truly are. So as you navigate this gap, increasing to higher and higher and higher perspectives, it becomes more clear to you. It becomes more clear that you've been operating in an illusion, that all your friends and family have been operating in this illusion. You'll have to realize that those friends and family are there to support you, that you are the hero in this journey, and that they have to be the way they are so that you can become more of who you truly are. You had the greatest chance to create this massive shift in perspective. And as you create this massive shift in perspective, seeing yourself as more in every area of your life evenly, you allow a shift in consciousness of the entire planet. You enable those who support you to observe you and to get inspired by your example, your example of alignment, your example of operating a little bit differently in this reality, of not following those who others perceive have better ideas or want to play it safe or want to change rules and laws to keep everyone in line. You operate outside of those lines. They do not apply to you. And as soon as you start shifting this idea about who you are, you will realize that none of it applies to you. It's all made up. It's all part of the illusion. It's all based in fear. As you endeavor to become more truly connected to who you are, you'll start listening to your inner self. You'll receive inspiration, another form of guidance, intuition, direct communication. Your empathic abilities will come online. You'll start to have some psychic abilities. You'll start to know things or sense things or feel things with your heightened emotional sensitivity. You will not believe in what others are teaching or saying or reporting. You'll realize that none of this is really true. For them, they exist in the lower densities of fear and are reacting and acting on urges to change conditions and operating as if this illusion was true. You know better. You are moving towards a heightened sense of awareness. And that heightened sense of awareness is your perspective in every area of your life. So we ask you to look at every area of your life and see where some areas are doing well and you say you're a success and some areas are not doing so well and you say that area is not working. And we ask you, well, why isn't it working? It's because you have a definition. The definition of that area or yourself in that area is inaccurate. It's not the proper definition. For instance, abundance to you might have to do with having excess money in the bank or excess things or more than you need. But true abundance is having everything you truly need when you need it to do what you need to do. And an excess would not be required. In fact, could be a distraction. If you know that you will always be given everything you need to go through every experience, then you can have faith enough to act on inspiration. And the more you act on inspiration, without needing all your ducks to be lined up in a row, you just have faith and take the action knowing the event is coordinated or the experience is coordinated for you to shift your perspective. 
as you see the perfection in every moment, in every experience, in your past, and in your future, you will raise your perspective in every area of your life. As your perspective becomes even across all areas of your life, you will take greater steps in perspective. You do not want to have a massive shift in one area where other areas are falling behind. This would not be comfortable. It would not work out as you think it would because your areas of your life are entangled with one another. And so if you were doing well financially, but not doing so well in health, the health would drag you down and you would not feel good. Remember, the idea here is to feel good. How do you feel good? You see yourself as who you truly are. You understand that you're being guided in every moment. You're not left behind as an individual alone. You are connected to all that is physical and non-physical. You have millions of guides and supporters cheering you on and helping you through every experience. All of the people in your life are there to support you, whether they are friend or foe, whether they are honorary or not. They're there to support you, reflecting back to you one thing and one thing only, and that's your perspective. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who'd like to start? I'll ask a question. Joanne. Tell me anything you want about automatic writing. You are naturally connected to your inner self. Your inner self is you. You don't believe it. You don't think that's the case. You can't communicate with your inner self the way you can with a human physical friend. You don't use your physical senses. Use non-physical senses. Use your thoughts. Well, where are those thoughts coming from? You might believe that you manufacture thoughts in your brain. This is not true. You attract thoughts. When you are not quite aware of who you are, when you are existing in a lower density in a state of fear, you are generally attracting fear-based thoughts. And in that lower density, you have very little connection to your inner self. You are not quite aware. However, in the areas that are working in your life where you have a passion or interest, you will occasionally be able to get an idea, to get a brainstorm, to get some fantastic inspiration coming through. You believe that your mind made that up, but actually that was given to you by your inner self. When you have an emotion, positive or negative, you believe the outside conditions cause you to feel something. However, those emotions, how you feel, the depth of your feeling, the breadth of your feeling is being given to you by your inner self, simply alerting you to the fact of where your perspective is on yourself in that moment. When you rise to a new level of perspective, the most natural thing in the world is to communicate directly with your inner self. You do this through your thoughts, through meditation. It's happening all the time. You just think you're talking to yourself, but those thoughts are coming from your inner self all the time, always. When you put pen to paper and just say, I'm going to write whatever comes to me, you are writing clear communication from your inner self. You won't believe it. Your thoughts sound like your thoughts, but who is you? You are your inner self. So naturally, the thoughts your inner self has that are sent to you Feel like your own thoughts. And this is why you don't really believe it. Maybe if you read it back later, you'll say, 
hmm, that's quite interesting. But did I make that up? And the more you do it, and the more you do it, and the more you do it, you'll get more confident that the clarity coming through is coming at a higher vibration. Not quite the vibration of your inner self, because as it moves from the non-physical to you, wherever you receive it, at whatever level you're at, it'll be obscured a tiny bit. And the more specific it is, the more fear is in there. So the more obscured it will be, but you'll get the gist of it. And when you practice it and allow it to flow and not have any attachment to the outcome, you'll find great wisdom in those words. Now your inner self will never tell you not to do anything. This is not how it is done. Only in this physical reality where you feel separate and can't remember who you are, you are inclined to tell others not to do certain things. You may have been taught not to do this, not to do that. You may even tell your friends and family not to do certain things in an effort to keep them safe. Your inner self will never do this. Your inner self will never warn you about anything because from your inner self's perspective, nothing serious is happening here. You cannot have a bad experience because bad, wrong, does not exist in the non-physical. exists here in a state where you find yourselves in duality. Good, bad, right, wrong, all that. In essence, in truth, there is no need to protect yourself. And so the words coming from your inner self will never be, you should do this, you should not do that. It would not be similar to what your human parents might have told you. Your inner self is not a parent. Your inner self is you just looking at your life from a wider, broader perspective. That's all it is. When you match that perspective, you gain more clarity. The more you practice this, the more you open up your beliefs, the more you expand your identity, the clearer and clearer and clearer it comes. But we want to point out emphatically that there will always be a sense of doubt. Is this real or am I just making it up? Well, you cannot make up anything. It is impossible. Every thought you've ever had that was based in love is the truth. Every thought you've ever had that was based in fear is the illusion. When you find yourself in a good mood, having a good time, coming up with creative ideas, flowing inspiration, this is always, always coming from your inner self, your guidance, supporter, source itself. Always. As we have told Gary, as others have told Gary, he has never come up with one bright idea in his life. They've all been given to him, and he's simply been at a state where he's been receptive enough to perceive that was his own idea. He acts on the idea, wonderful things happen, gives himself credit, that's fantastic. The credit is for allowing the information to come through and acting on that information. Automatic writing is the very basic form of communication. Once you get to the level where you are high enough in perspective, where you understand yourself as the creator of your reality, where you understand how your emotions are used to guide you, where you're getting inspiration and acting on some of that inspiration, the next thing is channeling. You can all channel just as you can all sing. Some of you have more of a natural talent in those areas, but all of you can develop that talent. Most of the people who go through the boot camp or the other courses find themselves writing, talking, conversing clearly with their inner self. They do it in different forms. 
It doesn't matter how you do it, but understand that those wonderful ideas, wonderful conversation, inspiration, and information that comes to you from a higher level is always for your benefit and the benefit of all involved. If you have a doubt, that's fine. Don't worry about it. Come back again. Over time, you will notice the consistency of the message. There will not be any contradictions. It'll be clear. It may be general. It may be broad. You may have heard it before. And this is why you say you're making it up. But if you listen to us over the years, there's been no contradiction, neither in anything we've ever said, nor in any other channel. It is all truth. The truth sounds the same, or it could sound a bit different depending on the channel. But in essence, it's all the same message. You have come to a higher level of curiosity, and you have asked more specific questions, and you are getting more deeper answers because you're ready for them. But in essence, it's all the same thing. You are being communicated at every moment of your life. There is never a time of disconnection. You can tap into it at any moment, but you have to be in a higher emotional state of being. You have to be above the horizon line. Below the horizon line, in fear, that reception from that channel is obscured. It's a little bit fuzzy, and it doesn't come through clearly. But as soon as you get back into a positive emotional state of being, you'll have more clarity. The idea here is that can you push past your beliefs to believe that something like this is available to you? Are you worthy of it? Who are you to believe that you can communicate to your inner self? Who are you to believe that you can have guidance coming from your in without someone else out there, expert, leader, politician, celebrity, telling you what to do? Who are you to understand that you have greater clarity in who you are than almost anyone you know, anywhere on the planet? You are the leaders on the leading edge of the leading edge of thought. This is why you're receptive to the idea of free writing, which is just another form of channeling. Thank you so much. Excellent. Who's next? I have a question, Joshua. Can you tell me the difference between setting an intention? If you're going into a meeting or getting on a phone call of having an intention versus a goal, you want, you want something positive to happen how, how do you set the right intention? The idea of something positive happening, that would be completely dependent on your perspective. What is positive for you might not be positive for the other guy. Why would you narrow it down to something such as positive? Wouldn't, in a perfect world, everything be positive for everyone? Without the illusion caused by separation, you and the other people in that meeting are all working towards the same end. The same end would be an up-leveling for all of perspective. If you were working with somebody and they were in a bit of fear, would it behoove you, from your point of view, to create more fear for them? They would be more disconnected from their inner self. They would drop down into a more limited perspective. They would be in more fear. 
and they would react on urges to change the conditions to get out of that negative emotion that they feel. From your point of view, if you said, I'm going into this meeting with the goal, the goal is to sell X product, X service, to get something from these people. You would deem the success based on what you got, the outcome of that meeting. But what if there was something buried in that meeting? What if the sales had nothing to do with it? What if there was information there? Information to show you where you were in your own perspective, to highlight everyone else's perspective, to go in with the feeling or the belief that you're all in this together and that the benefit of all, since you are all connected, would be the outcome that you're looking for. Now, you can't really control that outcome because you can't control the other's perspectives. But you can and do influence. You have great influence. You influence many more people than you can possibly imagine. Your ripple runs wide and deep. And so when you say, I expect a positive outcome, well, we would say from our perspective, that's a given. There is no way to exit that experience without a positive outcome. But can you see it? This is the key here. Can you see the perfection? Because this experience could not be created for you without perfection. You could not be a match to it. The other people could not be a match to it. The entire event could not occur unless it was perfectly designed for you specifically. Now, what anyone else gets out of it is up to them. It's up to their perspective. Can they see it? You have no control over that, but what you can control is your perspective going in. And so we say, drop any attachment to outcome and just think about one thing and one thing only, your perspective. How could you raise your perspective prior to going into any experience that you've agreed to go into? You might set the intention, I expect to see perfection in this experience while I'm going through it and upon reflection of it. I intend to understand the simple fact that this experience was created for me and that all these people who are part of this experience are playing a role specifically for me to see one thing and one thing only, to see my perspective. Now, if you shift your perspective upwards prior to going into this experience, you will alter that experience. It'll be a different experience for you. If you go to the height that your belief system will allow, you will be aware of things that you would not be aware of in a lower perspective. And the experience itself would be a different experience. Would be different people, different location, all kinds of different aspects of this experience is dependent on your perspective. You might look at a time in your life where you went to many sales meetings thinking that I want to get a sale out of this and not considering anything else. And you possibly had more difficulties in the earlier years. And then as you had enough experiences, you gained confidence and it was easier to have these meetings and get what you think you wanted out of it. But now you're at a different level altogether. Now you're a little more aware 
that you're given everything you need when you need it. And there is no need to direct the outcome from your human perspective. We promise you, this event was not organized by you. It was organized by a power greater than you, by collaboration between your inner self, the inner self of those involved, source itself, your guidance supporters, everyone else's guidance supporters. The energy inherent in any of these experiences is beyond your imagination. It's unimaginable. Now, think about going into an experience like that, expecting it to be unimaginable. No longer are you placing anything in a box. There's no goal. There's no desire. There's no thing that needs to be specific in this. You don't need to be dressed a certain way. You don't need to arrive early on time or late. It doesn't matter. All you need to do is see yourself from the highest perspective you can possibly believe. I am here to gain an experience thanks to all the participation of those involved to make this happen for me specifically. Who am I to be given such an experience? My wish is to see the perfection of all the people involved, of the conditions involved, of the duration, of the communication, of every aspect of this experience to gain the information that has been curated for me in this experience. Once you gain that information, the only possible outcome is that your perspective of yourself is going to shift. It might turn out exactly as you hoped. It might turn out spectacularly better than you hoped. It might be a manifestation event. All of it is for you. Because you can see the perfection in the outcome that you hope for, as well as the perfection in the manifestation event, that you've won. You've gotten everything perfectly out of this experience. This is what you intend to get to somehow, some way. Who am I to come in here with the highest perspective by far of anyone in this room? Who am I to walk in with such swagger and confidence? Who am I to give up any expectation of an outcome? Who am I to be of service to those people through the example of one who is not caring about the outcome, not caring about how he looks, how he sounds, what he says, when he arrives, when he leaves. None of that matters. The only thing is to exist at the highest state of perspective that you can, the highest state of consciousness and awareness and clarity and love, eliminating all possible fear for yourself and for those involved, not needing anything to be different than this being existing in perfection in each moment within that experience. And then looking back and going through every moment and seeing the perfection once more. What you'll get is an up-leveling in your own perspective. An example for others to follow. A lightening of the environment. And a shift in the mass consciousness of this planet. Can you imagine the power of someone who could walk into any room with anyone there without a concern, without an agenda, purely authentic, being there in service to those and allowing them to serve him? This is what you want. But if you 
use it to prop yourself up in your identity, it's going to backfire a little bit. Go in there as humbly as you can and allow for a manifestation event or two because they'll point out the limiting belief. This is what you want to see the most. You want to see where you're limited because like all of you, you're a limitless being. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Thank you. Wonderful. Excellent. Daryl. Hi, Joshua. On Earth, we have the three dimensions of space, height, width, and length. And we also have time as the fourth dimension. So can you describe for us what the fifth dimension is? And can we play with that while we're on Earth? If you are a two-dimensional being, and you are living at the lower density of that two dimensions, imagine yourself as a dot on a sheet of paper. If a three-dimensional being walks past you, we'll just see a line of whatever color their shirt is. Could be a plaid shirt and you'd see a bunch of lines. But as you raise your perspective in that two-dimensional reality, you would start to see shadows and shapes and basic geometric patterns. And you would talk to your other dot friends and you would explain what they're seeing and they would call you crazy. That's not anything. That's just what we call it. It's just lines. And you say, no, no, I see a shadow. There's no such thing as a shadow. You can't possibly see a shadow. But as you raise your perspective of yourself more and more and more, you'll start to be aware that there is much more going on here then your 2D reality would let you know. If you could understand that as a 2D reality, if you could see the fullness of the 3D, well, you'd have a perspective so much higher than those other dots rolling around you. But you wouldn't be able to explain it to them until they got to your level. So what would you do? You'd have compassion. You'd maybe teach, you maybe be clear. You wouldn't put them down for not understanding or tell them they're wrong or fighting against them. You would allow their perspective to shift with yours. Well, we promise you that 2D moving to 3D will need a bunch of the rest of them to come with them. Because one, it will not be a lot of fun being the only one to see the 3D. And two, your limit of what you can see from your 2D position is kept in check by those who are existing in the 2D. Yes, where you are now at the higher density within this 3D reality, you are fully aware there's a non-physical component to all of this. This is what's missing in the 3D reality is the association, communication, connection with that 3D, the non-physical counterpart your inner self, your guide and supporter, source itself. Knowledge, wisdom, experience that defies the 3D reality. Well, your science is getting to understand the basics of fundamental 3D and are finding things that don't make sense and that don't add up to the traditional way of thinking. And this will evolve and evolve and evolve. But until the scientific community starts to realize that there's consciousness in everything, everything, this is what you'll find in your next understanding of another dimension. But it doesn't matter. 
It only matters in how you feel. Is it scary to you? Or are you curious about it? We know you are curious, but we know others are very afraid of anything that's not tangible, that doesn't comply with their five physical senses. You have non-physical senses. As you move out of the 3D and towards a higher density, those non-physical senses, your empathic abilities will come online for you. Now, you've all chosen your specific empathic abilities. You each have a different intensity of those abilities, just like you have a different intensity of your physical senses. So as you get more clear, more aware, more out of the illusion, you'll start to understand more and more and more. But since you are all one, it'll require that the ones among you who are the most in fear elevate their perspective as well. And so as you go forward as a teacher and a leader, you are primarily leading by example. And you might be sharing things that to those in the lower densities will have issue with and might cause them a bit of fear. And you'll have to be compassionate for those because they cannot see what you see. It is not apparent to them. They do not want to go there because they have a belief system and an identity that restricts the massive shift in perspective that you have all signed up for. So just revel in what you see, enjoy it, talk to it amongst your friends, but don't try to convince anyone of what you see because from their perspective, it'll be impossible for them to see it. And in fact, it'll cause a bit of resistance. As you move higher in density, you will move closer to this idea of oneness. Oneness will become apparent to you. The illusion, just like in the 2D reality, that there is no 3D. The illusion in the 3D reality is that oneness, connection, everything working together, all in your benefit, is the hallmark of that next dimension. And from there, you move into wisdom. Excellent question. Chris. Hey, quick question. I'm at work, so I might have to cut it off. Um, but I got, can I love too much? And when do I, what do I do if the person I want to love gives me the impression or the illusion they don't want my love? Well, the idea of love in a 3D reality is that you feel good around someone because they make you feel good. You might perceive in a 3D reality that in order to feel good, this person should love you as much as you love them. In fact, to feel good in a 3D reality, you require that they love you, respect you, treat you well. But that's not their role. Everyone's role in your reality is to reflect back to you how much you love yourself or know yourself. Because love is knowing. That's it. No more, no less. When you love someone, what you are primarily interested in doing is understanding their perspective. Now, you cannot require that they endeavor to understand your perspective. You can't ask them to know you. If you were ever in school and some subject came up that you were not interested in, 
but the teacher required you to know it, you fought tooth and nail against them. You were bored, you wanted to do anything else, and you quickly forgot what that subject was about. The same is true in another person. If you require them to be interested in you, that is not love. They will have to be in love with whoever they find interesting. Your idea is specifically to love yourself and then allow those who want to get to know you, know you. When they are receptive to this idea of knowing you, then you can offer your love to them, which is endeavoring to understand their perspective. Now, if their perspective is aligned with yours and they want to know you, you want to know them, fantastic. But if you say, I want to love you and you better love me back, or they have no interest in your perspective, they might like you as a person, whatever, that's fine, but you cannot command them. You cannot perceive yourself as one who needs them to love you in order for you to feel good. Because it will feel good when someone is interested to get getting to know you, getting to know your perspective. And so if you walk around asking them, do you want to know me? Do you want to know me? It's like the teacher who taught you the class that you were not interested in. You'll want to do anything you can to get out of that classroom. And so when you're looking at people that you perceive that if they loved you, you would feel good, you're perceiving yourself as a victim. Everyone else is doing the same thing. So don't worry about it. The idea here is to come to a high enough perspective of yourself that you do not require others to love you to feel good. You do not require anything from the conditions to be any different than they are for you to feel good. The conditions are simply a reflection of how much you love yourself, how much you know yourself. And if you are requiring the conditions to be different and the people to be different and things are just not going the way, you haven't endeavored to know yourself. Why is that? Well, there's belief systems in the way. There's an identity in the way. There's what you've been taught. There's this myriad of events and experiences that have led up to this point in time. And you might not want to peel behind the curtain to see what's there. Because you say, rather than doing the work to know myself, to accept myself, to love myself, it'll just be a lot easier if someone else loves me, and then I'll feel good. But that could never work, because they would always be a reflection of how much you know yourself, or how well you love yourself. So before you can ask someone to love you, it might be time to say, do I love myself? Do I know myself? Am I willing, ready, and able to do everything to discover me, to see about me? If you're not ready to do the work, to look into your own perspective, then you can't really expect anyone else to also. And in fact, it would be impossible for them because they would be changing your reality, offering you something as a shortcut to doing the work. And the work is always, always raising your perspective. You raise your perspective by seeing yourself in every area of your life 
as worthy, as good, as capable, as proficient. You are all those things. You just don't understand it yet. And so as you endeavor to learn about yourself, you will start to love yourself. That will open up a vibration in you that is highly attractive. Until you do so, every single person in your life is going to reflect back to you exactly that perspective. So we say, as you're doing this work, as you're getting involved, as you're meditating and processing and looking at things from a new dimension, a new description, a new definition, you are opening up the floodgates to more knowing. You're becoming more comfortable with this. At first, it's not easy for many people to look at who they're being, at look at that identity, as understanding that they're really feeling something in reaction to how others treat them. The grand illusion is, if I had this, I would feel good. You have to give that up at some point. After a bit of experience where you see it does not work, you will drop it and you will turn back to learning about yourself, to going within, to connecting to your inner self, to receiving inspiration, to changing your definitions, and to living this life as you created it for you without wanting any specific outcome based in lack, based in fear, based in not knowing who you are. Know yourself. You will love yourself. A vibration will be turned on, ignited, expanded, and you will become highly, highly attractive. Wonderful question. Who's next? Hi, Joshua. It's Emma. I'll jump in. Emma! Joshua, at the weekend, I had some really big um, insights on my um, manifestation event forms that really blew me away of just kind of... um, of things that have been kind of constant patterns in my life that I know I'm going up the spiral, but I really got underneath it. So that was really, really exciting. And I was thrilled. And I'm sick again now this week. And I'm just like, I cannot even believe that. This is, I have never been this sick. You know, it's another head cold. It's the third time in the last couple of months. And I'm just really over it. And I just am finding it really difficult to hold my, vibration. Excellent. Well, you've illustrated the thing that happens when you shift densities. You see, as your mind and spirit have connected, the body doesn't really have time to integrate this massive shift in perspective. You leapfrogged several dimensions higher. And in those dimensions, while they're lighter and faster and quicker and easier, your body's still used to the old dimensions. So it will go through a adjustment period. And oftentimes that will come along with what you call the cold that will release this trapped limiting beliefs, trapped emotions, trapped experiences that have not been processed in the body. This is why the activation program is so beneficial because this will release these things in a more or less manageable pace over a course of several weeks. As you are shifting your perspective greatly, you are leapfrogging densities and you are not used to how that density affects the body. 
And so it's perfectly natural to have some ailment associated with that. So we would say, change the definition of that. This is proof that you're doing the work perfectly, that you're getting to higher levels, that you're understanding yourself more, that you're going inside. And all the trap trauma, disappointment, regret, resentment, feelings of failure, all of that that's trapped in the body is now being released. And we promise you, as you get acclimated to this new density, as you coast along for a little while, you will feel better than you've ever felt in your life. And this is the reason you're here. This is the reason you're doing the work. You want to feel better. This is why you were led here. Feeling better is inherent as you shift up in perspectives. But because of who you are and your mentality and your intellect and the veracity of your commitment to seeing the truth, you made massive shifts in a short amount of time. And this moved you quite rapidly to completely new densities that your body is not used to. That is sort of sluggish in that density. And you want to keep going at the same rate, the same rate you're used to at the lower densities. Well, now things are going to happen faster and quicker. Manifestation events are going to happen quicker. Manifestations are going to happen quicker. And your body is going to need to catch up to that a bit. So relax into this. Let it go. There is nothing you have to do. You could literally lay on the couch for the rest of this year and you would be far better off than trying to maintain a certain level of productivity. When you're blaming your body for causing you to lag behind what you think you should be doing, you're just causing resistance. In these higher densities, resistance is going to be shown to you. It is not going to be tolerated as it is in the lower densities. As you all shift into higher and higher densities, you do so at a pace that's comfortable for you by releasing re resistance along the way. Now, there isn't really a way for the body to catch up. There isn't a formula for it. And so the body takes on ailments, head colds, aches and pains, and releases those over the time. The activations will help you recover quicker, will lighten the body literally. You see, you're turning in from dense 3D bodies into light bodies as you ascend the densities. When you do this quickly, the body doesn't really have time to catch up on its own. It needs a little help, a little kick. And that's where the activations come in. This is what you're doing perfectly. There's no possible way you could not have been inspired to the activations program from where you are. It is the perfect solution for you specifically, and others will gain similar benefits as well. Does that make sense? Thank you, Joshua. It'd be nice to have a little sick note for my meeting coming <laughs> meetings coming up, but thank you. I get it. I will roll with it. Appreciate Excellent. it. Who's next? We have an idea that there is someone there with a specific question that's been wanting to jump in and has just a little bit of fear to push over. We have been anticipating this question from the moment we came on here. So push past your fear and ask your spectacular question. We promise you it's going to be exactly what you and everyone else is looking for. Joshua, I have a question. Dave. 
I guess it was me. It's about serving others. It's about helping others in this spiritual journey. Whether it's motivated by the gains that we have made through your teachings, which have been amazing, um, and, and trying to feeling a motivation to share that with others um, who may or may not be receptive to it, or whether it's just knowing someone who's going through their own struggles to, to be happier, to, to, to be in a better state, to be in a higher uh, perspective. It just, I'm just curious, like what guidance you can give us on, on how to best serve those people, because sometimes it feels like it's um, what you want to do is not the right thing. Sometimes it feels like those people aren't really receptive to what you have to bring to them. And other times it's just you, you scratch your head not knowing you know, how best to, to guide them. So what can you say about that? We will say, first of all, that this is the question we've been waiting for the entire time, that everything in the opening monologue was directed at this. This idea that you have come here to feel good. You didn't know you were gonna feel good by coming here. You didn't need help from your perspective. You just wanted to feel good. So something drew you to this information. You connected with somebody who shared what they were going through, what they believed in, the teachings that had benefited them. And you had a belief system open enough to say, I'll take a look, I'll listen to this, I'll see what's there. And it resonated with you. It could have been any teaching, but specifically it was this. And so when you heard Gary's voice, when you watched a video, when you listened to a few podcasts, you understood a truth beyond, but you didn't understand really what was being said. That would come as you shifted your perspective. As you shifted your perspective higher and higher and higher, more information came in. And at first, you might have been a bit skeptical and resistant and wasn't quite a believer. Who is this person who showed me this information to know more than me? I'm a pretty advanced, intelligent person. But you push past fear, and we promise you there was fear. The fear of saying, I don't have time for it, or that's not going to be anything. You push past this and you got involved enough where you come to higher and higher perspectives. As you did, you heard more of the truth, truth that others could not hear. You would take maybe a friend that you have now who's in a lower density in fear. You would offer this information saying, wow, this is really good stuff. That friend would be a reflection of your identity, how you perceive yourself. They may be highly skeptical. The person you chose to share this with, who you think it would help the most. Well, from that perspective, maybe you see them as going through something, a struggle that had only they known as information, they would fix this problem. But they're going through that in your presence to be of service to you. It's a two-way street here. From your higher perspective, you believe that you understand more, and you do. You believe that you're at a higher density, and you are. You believe that you are more aligned or more available to the truth as reality than to the illusion, and you are. But it's not better than those who are in the fear. 
you are at a different level. They will come to your level at some point, whether this lifetime or another lifetime. There is no rush. There's nothing else going on here. And so you have two ideas here. I want to help and I want to be of service to others. Those are opposed ideas. To help someone would be to perceive that they have a problem. You'd have to be in the vibration of the problem to see anyone in need of help. And of course, if someone's stuck in a tree, you're going to help get them down. But when they're going through an experience and you're not the solution to the experience because you see them in distress and you want to change their condition, it's no different than wanting to change your own condition. It is acting on an urge. It's operating from the illusion rather than from the clarity. Now, if you can see everyone is perfect, which we promise you they are, there is no imperfection in the system whatsoever, not in one moment of the system. It's perfection in every sense of the word, in every case. You can't notice them struggling unless that is for you specifically. To be of services, I will look for the perfection. In that perfection, I maintain a high perspective, a direct link with my inner self. In that perfection, I am not in the vibration of the problem. I'm in the vibration of the solution. Yet I have no attachment to an outcome because an outcome would reflect back your identity. Oh, I'm a good person. And we're not saying that this is you at all. We're just saying in general, in general, if you get something from that interaction that boosts up this identity, which is limited, it's not possible. It's not going to serve you. It's just going to be a manifestation of it, pointing out a limiting belief. The limiting belief, i.e., is the identity. The identity is always limited compared to where you will be after you elevate that perspective. As you elevate a perspective, you open the identity. The identity is so much to say, I am everything and nothing. I am of service, not of help. I am of service only in the conduit of that person's inner self. That person's talking to your inner self. Your inner self is communicating with you. There's a little circle going on there, a little square. So you see your friend struggling. You maintain perfection, this sense of perfection that they're going through what they need to go through, for me even. And I'm going to play with this idea of help or service. In service, I do not try to change the condition. I'm only receptive to one thing, inspiration. You're just being the conduit, the conduit of infant intelligence. They may be in a bit of fear and do not have the connection to their inner self. So the inner self of that person sees this dynamic and gets with your inner self and they hatch a plan. And they say, you know, to move Bob in this direction, maybe we should get Dave to say these words. And so you get the inspiration to say these words, but it doesn't seem like those words are going to, one, solve this problem, or two, you have any benefit to you. It's not going to stroke your ego any. not going to 
reflect positively on your identity. But you have enough confidence, faith, experience to say, hmm, I see perfection in my friend Bob. I understand that Bob's going through something that Bob needs to go through. Maybe Bob's had enough of this experience. If he is, I will be open to any suggestion that comes from my inner self. And then boom, one day you're with Bob and you get the inspiration to say something, do something or be something. And you say, do or be it. Now, you may be a jerk to Bob. You may say something that really upsets him. But in that inspiration, you said the perfect thing to Bob. You couldn't have been any different. Maybe you gave Bob a manifestation event. Maybe you're the reason Bob changes his mind. Seek something else. Because of how bad he felt after what you said, maybe now he goes on to some other teacher. He may never talk to you again. That is still service. Or maybe you say something that gives him a similar path to yours, and you become compadres in this, and you get to talk to Bob about it. And of course, that's the more likely outcome. But whatever it is, being of service is seeing perfection, receiving inspiration, and pushing past fear to act on that inspiration without an attachment to an outcome. Because you are maintaining this level of perfection in every moment. Does that make sense? Absolutely. That's perfect. Thank you. Excellent. We've enjoyed this interaction with you leading edge creators on the leading edge of the leading edge of the leading edge of thought, willing to open beliefs, open identity, play with us in these radical ideas, and to live life as you intended to live. And with that, we are complete. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you, hey, Joshua. Thank you. Thank you, Joshua. Thanks, everyone. Thanks so much for being here. And thanks so much for those who asked questions today. They were so insightful. Great questions, great answers. Really enjoyed that. It's really this idea that perspective is everything. When you go through any experience, when you're relating to anybody, when you remember that we're all one, when you realize that everything is here for you, designed by you to have this experience that you chose and you go with the flow of that, looking for ways to increase your perspective as you go, then unimaginable things happen. An unimaginable thing happened to us, and that was this activation thing, which we never thought was going to come. We had never had any idea. Then it just showed up, thanks to Christy. And now it's something we're really loving doing, and we have a lot of fun with that. And we're doing our first group right now that's filled up. We're going to do another activations in January. If you'd like to find out more information, there's a whole bunch there. There's a video and everything. And you can go check that out at the website at theteachingsofjoshua.com. We have three events coming up. The first one's in New York City. We're going to do an activation, energy clearing, energy healing event in Manhattan around, I think it's 32nd Street. And we have it for three hours on January 17th at 1030 in the morning until the afternoon. And after that, we're going to go with everyone and have a late lunch or an early dinner. It should be a lot of fun if you want to be a part of that. Um, check out the website. It's right there under the events. And the next one will be in Orlando in February. This will be a uh, retreat that we do in the winters down there. We have a big, beautiful house. Uh, we'll have about 20 people there. And we'll do energy clearing, activations in person. Um, uh, we will do Joshua Live, White Light Live, heart opening ceremony. A lot of fun. We'll all cook together. 
and it's really a great time. Big, beautiful pool. Orlando's great in the in the winter there, and uh, the weather's fantastic. It's also very easy to get to. It's inexpensive. I just have a friend who's going to come in from London, and the flights are 500 bucks round trip. Canada, North Carolina, the rest of the country, it's very easy to get to Orlando. So we'll have uh, that house for about six days, so it should be a great deal of fun. Um, and that flyer is not up on the website yet, so if you're interested, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. Then we'll have our normal spring fling event here in May in the beautiful spring weather of North Carolina, and that will be a similar kind of event. So thanks again for being here. Like and subscribe. Share this with your friends. Uh, let me know if you have any questions or comments, and we will see you next time. Bye.